0: When you think about pooping during delivery, you're not having a whole poop on the bed. It's usually if there is just anything in that rectum and you are pushing that baby down, anything that's in there is just going to come out. You're listening to the Mommy Labor Nurse Podcast, where you'll gain the tools, knowledge, and confidence you need to erase the unknowns, feel in control, and have an even better birth no matter how you deliver. My name is Liesl Teen, mom of two, practicing labor and delivery nurse, and your host. From over eight years and counting of working at the bedside, I know that knowledge is the key to an even better birth. So tune in each week to learn about all things pregnancy, birth, and postpartum from me, a labor and delivery nurse that's seen it all. And now let's get into this week's episode. This week, I am back for embarrassing questions about labor and delivery, part two. Last week, episode 161 was part one of this two-part series, and it was so much fun. I just had to come back for more, you guys. So if you missed the first episode, definitely go back and listen to it. But I dropped a box in my Instagram stories asking you guys for your most embarrassing questions related to pregnancy, birth, and postpartum, and you guys showed up. Not only is this fun too, but my hope is that it's really informational and educational for you guys as well. We all have questions that we might you know, even be a little embarrassed to ask our provider. Even me definitely get embarrassed asking these sorts of questions to like a doctor. But have no fear, Liesl is here to unpack it all. (laughs) If you love Ask Me Anything style episodes like this one, be sure also to check out similar MLM podcast episodes we have. 155, 137, and episode 20 are good ones to tune into. So without further ado, let's get right into it. All right, what are we talking about today? Lots of embarrassing things, and specifically, we're gonna do some potty talk today. (laughs) So let's just start it off right, (laughs) pooping and peeing during birth. This first question is, how common is it? I would say it is pretty darn common. 70, 80% of people at least pee or poop a small amount while you're pushing. And what I like to tell people about this is it really is usually a small amount. So... When you think about pooping during delivery, you're not having a whole poop on the bed. It's usually if there is just anything in that rectum and you are pushing that baby down, anything that's in there is just going to come out. So the answer to this question is it's pretty darn common. I don't know what the specific number is, but I would say three out of four moms poop slash pee at least a little bit during pushing. Next question is, how do you get cleaned up down there after birth? All all the shiz and poop and stuff. Yeah, good question. So this might be weird. I don't know if I should even <laughs> share this. You guys might judge me, but I actually love this part. Like when my mom just got done having a baby and, you know, you're just your legs are open and just like there's blood and just everything. I love that moment. We take like a little soapy kind of dish of warm water And soap, and I just kind of pour it all over you, and lather you up really good, and then I clean you up really, really nice, very gently, of course. But I just love getting that area nice and clean after it has gone through what it has gone through. So yeah, that's essentially what we do. Is if you were delivering in the bed, you know, most people at least deliver in the bed. We'll flip you on your back, and the bottom of a typical labor and delivery bed pops out. So that part was probably already out. So your legs are kind of just open. And like I said, I just kind of take that water and pour it kind of over your lady bits and just do some nice, gentle cleaning to get blood, poop, pee, anything off. And I take a little towel. We usually have like extra towels and just kind of pat the area dry. I'll have you kind of raise your bottom up and get those dirty linens and dirty pads kind of out from under you. And I'll put some nice fresh pads underneath you, a nice big postpartum pad underneath you. A lot of times we'll have some extra lidocaine too at the bedside, like on the delivery table. And sometimes I'll even take some of that and squirt that onto your postpartum pad. So it's just some extra numbing (laughs) right there. And then, yeah, we kind of just put the bottom of the bed back on and put your legs, you know, back kind of in the middle, sit you up, and you were just brand new person. I'd say that gets the majority of you clean. I usually can't get like the very, very back of you. So I always tell moms like, hey, once you are steady on your feet, let's not get up and shower right now unless you really, really have the urge to do that. But let's, you know, take a couple hours. And once you get over to postpartum, you can take a shower. You can feel really clean. But that's just kind of the immediate cleanup that I do after birth. This next question is, what if I get diarrhea in a birth pool? I can't scoop it up. Oh, I hope that would not happen, but I'm sure that might happen sometimes. And I haven't been in that situation, but I can only imagine that you would kind of drain the water and then, you know, fill it back up. Or maybe you are feeling like you have to have diarrhea and you would get out of the pool and go potty and then come back into the pool. But yeah, unfortunately, If you have something like that happen in the birth pool, it might be a little bit messy. But honestly, going back to that first question, when a mom is pushing and pooping a little bit, it's usually not a diarrhea consistency. It's usually just like a tiny little bit of poop that comes out. There have definitely been patients that I've had that have had much softer diarrhea-like poop, but most of the time, it is a solid-esque consistency. So hopefully the little pooper scooper that they use can get whatever's floating around in there out. Want to make sure you've got absolutely everything you need packed in your hospital bag for birth? Of course you do. That's why I put my L&D brain to use and created the ultimate free hospital bag checklist just for you. It's organized for mom, partners, and baby to make sure you have everything you need to be comfortable and prepared without the unnecessary fluff that'll make the hospital staff think that you're moving in. A free hospital bag list created by a veteran mom and practicing L&D nurse, it doesn't get much better than that. Come on, let's be real. <laughs> Simply head over to mommylabornurse.com hospitalbag hospital bag right now to grab it today. That's right. Your completely free printable checklist is waiting at mommylabornurse.com slash hospital bag. This next question is, how do you pee in a catheter? Does it come out whenever or do you have to push it out? Oh, good question. Okay. I wish you guys could see me, but I know you can't. So a catheter is basically like a tube and they're usually yellow or clear and it has two ends one end has little holes on the very end of it. And what we do is we insert that into your urethra and that end goes up into your bladder. And the holes at the end, that's where your urine kind of comes through and is drained through the tube. There's also another kind of part on the end of that tube that we blow up and put it's usually saline or water in and it kind of blows it up. So it makes the end of that tube bigger so it can't come back through your urethra. So essentially when we put a Foley in, it goes in and then I would hook it up to a little syringe and put that fluid at the end of the bulb and then it would just sit in your bladder. When it's time to take it out, I would hook the syringe back up deflate that balloon, take that water out and then slide it right out. So yeah, all it is, is just like little holes, you know, at the end of your Foley that any sort of pee that's in your bladder is just draining through those holes. There's no, you don't feel the urge to pee or anything. You're not like consciously, you know, saying I'm going to go pee now. No, it just kind of sits in your bladder and it continuously drains any sort of urine that collects in your bladder. Then when we take it out, I've already kind of explained how it comes out, but a lot of moms wonder if I get one during labor, when does it come out? You know, does it just come out when I start pushing? So usually what we do is we deflate it right before moms start pushing because it can definitely impede progress and we want to have as much space in there as possible. So usually, yeah, what I would do is I would just deflate it, take it out right before you start pushing For some reason, if you are pushing for a really long time and your bladder is starting to get full, I might want to put a little, they're called in and out catheters, in to drain your bladder. But usually, most of the time, we don't have to do that. And I just take it out right before you start pushing and then it doesn't go back in and you just pee on your own once your baby's born. Next question is, how often do mamas go into urinary retention after getting an epidural? I did look up one study, and it wasn't a huge study, but this says approximately 9%. So that's part of the reason we put a urinary catheter in after you get an epidural, because it is a little bit harder to feel the urge to pee, and we want to kind of keep that bladder as empty as possible. And typically with epidurals, you can't get out of the bed and walk to the bathroom I've definitely had moms that would prefer to try and, you know, intermittently go on a bedpan, and that's perfectly fine as well. It's usually just for ease of the patient that we put a catheter in and it's not painful at all, you know, unless your epidural is not working to put that catheter in. But yeah, it's pretty low. Next question is, is it difficult to pee during labor? I would say this is very dependent on the person. Some people are just peeing every five minutes, right? You're just like on the toilet, off the toilet, on the toilet, off the toilet. It's not hard at all. It just, it's like you constantly have that urge to pee because you're having contractions, your baby's nice and low down there. And then other people I definitely have seen where you feel that urge to pee, but nothing's coming out because baby is so low. So it can impede the process a bit. I always encourage moms you know, to try and just kind of sit there. Sometimes you're kind of swollen down there, Even during labor, you know, more so afterwards, after you deliver, you're kind of swollen and sometimes that can impede peeing, make it a little bit harder to pee. But sometimes I have seen that too, where you just kind of get a little bit swollen. Baby's just really, really sitting down there and making it a little bit harder for you to go to the bathroom. This next question is, I pooped three times. Is that normal? Oh yeah, it's definitely normal to increase the frequency of pooping during labor, before labor. That's something that we see a lot of women report that their bowels are just naturally emptying themselves before labor starts in the weeks leading up to labor or during early labor. So yeah, pooping three, four, five times during this whole process is very normal. Wow, wow. All right. The sound of that heartbeat means it's time for this week's segment of birth it Up babies. This one says my husband and I took your natural labor course and I had a wonderful experience with the birth of our first. The nurses were so impressed with how well I did for being unmedicated except for one dose of IV pay meds and it being my first baby. They also loved the birth plan from you. We owe it to your course and Instagram page. Thank you. If you want to have an even better birth, just like this mama, head over to com slash courses to learn more about our three online on-demand birth classes. This next question is first postpartum poop historically hurts worse than birth tips. Oh, I have a lot to say about the first postpartum poop. You guys know I'm very passionate about it. So it can definitely be difficult after you have a baby to have that first poop. Constipation is very, very common just from all those circulating hormones and the stress that birth has upon your body. Sometimes, you know, you might be getting opiates during delivery or afterwards certain medications can definitely contribute to constipation. There's just like a whole lot of things that can mess with your system and cause constipation. So constipation, that first postpartum poop. Is something that you should prepare for, but there are definitely things that you can do to make it a little bit easier. My tried but true method is make sure you are taking those stool softeners from day one. Do not miss a dose. Even if you're like, I'm good. I don't feel constipated or anything. Just take them. It's fine. It's not going to do any harm. Just take some extra colace, and that's going to help the process give yourself enough time to go to the bathroom. That's another big thing that people do is they're rushing things. Maybe baby's crying or, you know, for some reason, you're just not giving yourself enough time in the toilet. Make sure you are definitely giving yourself enough time and try not to push. A lot of people try to really bear down during pooping, but try to just sit there, let it come out naturally drink lots of water. We already are probably going to be doing that. If you're a breastfeeding mom, that breastfeeding thirst is like no other. And you're probably already going to be like chugging water, but increasing your water intake is always a good thing. And then I always tell moms, if you are finding yourself immensely constipated, like it's not going to come out, get yourself some little glycerin suppositories. And I always tell moms, Have these before you even have your baby. Just add them to your next Amazon delivery, okay? (laughs) Just have them in your cabinet in case you need them because if you need a suppository, you need it right now. You're not gonna wanna wait for two-day shipping. You're not gonna wanna send somebody out to CBS to get it, you just, you want it right then. So get yourself a little glycerin suppository and pop that little sucker in there and that can really work wonders. I am speaking from personal experience and just knowing other moms that have gone that route and definitely works and nothing to be ashamed of. <laughs> All right, we have three more questions. So this next one is what if I don't have control of my bladder and I just pee during contractions? You probably will have, you know, control of your bladder, but there might be a little bit of leakage and that's okay. And hey, if it happens, it happens. There's plenty of things that we have to clean up any sort of pee accidents that you have. But yeah, if that happens, it happens. This next question is, they had to go into my butt to push baby. I did not realize this was a thing. Is this normal? So what you are talking about is called the, I think you say, Ritgen's Maneuver. And it's basically a maneuver that it's pretty old school and not a lot of people do it anymore, but it's thought to help protect the perineum. So basically what the OB or midwife would do is, yeah, like, Put two fingers inside your anus and kind of push up on baby's chin as the baby is exiting. And that's supposed to help protect the perineum. Now, does it? Studies have shown, no, it's not protective against, you know, severe perineal lacerations. And it's also associated with higher postpartum pain, which makes sense. Who wants anybody's fingers up their butt? What works a lot better is just hands on, you know, not hands in. And not fingers in the vagina, but hands-on perineal support as the baby is exiting. No fingers inside an anus, no fingers inside a vagina, just kind of controlled pressure against the baby's head and against your perineum to kind of help guide the baby out. And that has been shown to help decrease severe perineal lacerations. So the answer to your question is no, that's not super common. But some OBs, midwives, I'm sure, you know, still do utilize it. But generally it's an outdated practice. Okay, and the last question is, how common is it to fart during pushing? You know, it's about as common as pooping and peeing and all of the other things. If there's anything inside that rectum, whether it's poop or gas or anything, it's gonna come out. And that is a wrap. I think that's a good way to end a podcast episode. (laughs) Talk about fart, you know. So next week's episode, I am having a guest on. She is an OBGYN. And we're going to talk all about what it's like to be an OBGYN. I'm excited to share her with you guys. She also has a very popular podcast, so she is very well versed in all things birth, pregnancy, and she's just a lovely lady. So we're going to be talking all about what it's like to be an OBGYN with her. We talk about doula care. We talk about midwifery care. It was just a really, really fun episode to record with her, and I'm excited to share it with you guys. So be sure to stay tuned in to next week's episode. Already feeling a little more confident about pregnancy, birth, and newborn life? Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you can continue to erase the unknowns and never miss an episode. And if you're looking for even more, Instagram is definitely where I hang out the most. Come join our community of more than a half a million moms for birth education, tips, and solidarity you can find me at mommy.labornurse. Check out today's show notes and a searchable library of every Mommy Labor Nurse podcast episode at mommylabornurse.com slash podcast. And while you're there, be sure to head to the blog to learn about our online birth classes too. See you next week. And remember, you can have an even better birth no matter how you deliver.